0: Oh, so thank you guys for always uh, investing in in the lives of people. We also want to say thank you to our Kupuna, our seniors ministry, who bagged over 200 packages to be delivered to our men and women in blue as we support them this week. Uh, This week is uh, police week as well as EMS uh, week. So we want to say thank you to those who uh, did that. And uh, they're a good group of people to be around, and they are methodically... um, They're methodical in how they do those things They make it so nice You put me in charge of that I just throw stuff in a bag And I tie it nice as possible But it doesn't have that kind of feel to it So we want to say thank you And we want to say thank you to the men and women Who serve our community That you go through so many difficult things Not just in the media Or how people may uh, think about you But your families go through a lot As you serve in uniform uh, Not just our police officers But our EMS Teams, So we want to say thank you to them and appreciate them this week. Just think about it. All the, all the tests that we go through, everything that we go through in life, uh, helps us to become somebody or helps us to get to a place where we're learning something new. And every test we go through, as uncomfortable as it is, as uncomfortable life might be, could possibly be that which God will use to help us become everything that he wants us to be but we got to recognize it when it comes. Sometimes when an uncomfortable situation comes up, we just think about it as this is the end and I'm, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. What if we were to ask the question, God, what are you teaching me? What are you teaching me right now? What is, what is happening in my life right now that I, I need to learn? Or well, what are you showing me? Because there are so many benefits for us, as we go through some difficult things or some uncomfortable seasons, as we rise again, and so we want to talk about the benefits of rising again. The Bible even talks about that in, in the book of Proverbs, where it tells us. And we'll read it together. It's going to pop up here on the screen and online. But let's let's read this together. If you can read this, uh, some of us need glasses, and that's me. I'll get there one day. Not there yet. When it gets really blurry then I might, I might give in. But let's read this together. Ready? Go. For a righteous person falls seven times and rises again. But the wicked stumble in time of disaster. So you have two different people. You have those who strive for righteousness and then those who are in wickedness. So if we're going to be on either side, one side we rise again the other side we continue to stumble and what we learn with God is if we're able to ask him what are you teaching me show me and, and, and uh, give me wisdom then when we do stumble we don't stumble all the way back down to where we were before because we learned something God gave us a life experience so we don't fall way back to where we were we may stumble but he says you can rise back up again We don't return to the lowest point because we keep rising up to the challenge. We'll fall, we'll fail at certain things, but we don't stay there. In fact, the only thing stopping us from learning and rising again is wickedness. It's staying at that place. And God's very best for us, our God-given potential is always outside of our comfort zone. You know, if you stay within your comfort zone, you want things done a certain way and you're comfortable with it, your, your regular routines, your habits, you're good with that, then we never grow. We never reach our full God-given potential. Sports has that principle. When you're, when you're learning a new sport or you're young and you're learning, it may be uncomfortable to swing, to, to, uh, to shoot the ball, whatever, to dribble or in golf to swing or to putt. Sometimes it's uncomfortable in how you're holding, uh, holding the golf club. And maybe the coach is saying, you, you, have to, you have to adjust like this. So every sports athlete will go through an uncomfortable part of their training to get them to a place where they're going to be better. Musicians have that principle. And in order to get to this certain place, you have to learn some things that might be uncomfortable. Maybe arrange a range of voice, and now you're pushing yourself, but you kind of know where you should fit in, uh, or even with an instrument. Maybe you're learning guitar, and your hands are cramping all day, but you keep playing, and then after a while, your muscles begin to get used to and, and form, and then you become stronger. Uh, artists will deal with that, whether, whether you do artwork, painting, uh, digital, digital artwork, or if you're just an artist, uh, a photographer or a videographer and you're learning new things you're trying to figure things out it may be uncomfortable a little bit and in the beginning it might be uncomfortable but but you're still stretching yourself so that you can learn certain principles certain techniques so that you can get better and better and better that's what creative people go through they they continuously push themselves to get better computer programmers same thing business people you're trying to learn new ways of being innovative in your business, trying to reach new customers, and how do you expand your business? Or even being an entrepreneur, like, how do I do this? And so you stretch yourself, and you try to get to a place where you're getting better and better, yet you still, no matter what, as an athlete, as a musician, a business person, you, you, you kind of go up and down, and you may fall at some times, but then you can rise back up because you're pursuing that which is righteous. You want to do things well. And when you connect with God, He helps you rise again. And we're all going to be stretched beyond our comfort zones in order to improve. That's the only way it happens. We don't improve when we stay in our comfort zone. And so the same is true with God. He's going to do that with us. And just to illustrate it, we call this the S-curve. Usually we rise up, we're learning something, and then... As we rise up, we kind of plateau, maybe in a relationship. It's just say you just got married, and everything is like, woohoo hoo honeymoon stage, and everything is going well. you got big dreams. You plan things out. You do date nights, and you're, you're, you know, loving on one another. It's all kissy-kissy all day. And then all of a sudden, uh, you plateau, I don't know, some months later or maybe a year or two, and then you're wondering, like, who this guy and Mary? Well, I never knew he was like this. Or I didn't know she was like this. And so now you're learning about each other. And you almost feel like the relationship is bad. And so now you start to decline. And now we're thinking, oh, boy, did I make a mistake? What did I do? And not just in relationship. It could be with finances. I'm going to save. We're going to save money. Yes, we save money, honey. Let's save it. Yeah, we're going to buy a house. Let's save money. Oh, like buy this kind of fishing equipment. This, only 10 grand only 10 grand (laughs) whatever it is and then we forget about the disciplines that we needed to get us to another place of being uncomfortable Uh, it could be with our schedules it could be with um, trying to invest like outside of our comfort zone is where our potential is and we we stretch towards that we push towards that so whatever area it is we're going to find places of plateauing But this is where growth is. So it's called the S-curve because instead of us falling, or if we do fall, we rise again. And then we hit this mark, and we're going to plateau again, and we're going to atrophy. It's like, oh, man, I I failed. I made a mistake. Or shucks, I shouldn't have made that decision. Okay? Well, rise again, and then you go back up. So with this S-curve, the righteous, if you're pursuing righteousness... May fall seven times, but he rises again. And watch this. Even though you fall, you have not fallen so far down where you you were here. If you continuously learn and say, God, what are you teaching me? How can I learn? What am I doing in this season? And how are you growing me? Because it's going to take discipline to get to that place. We may have the desire to be here, um, going to college, getting a degree in our career. Maybe we have a certain... A place a in our career we want to be, well, it's going to take discipline to get there. It doesn't just happen overnight. We've got to discipline ourselves to get to that place. And then God stretches us again, continuously stretches us. And it's in that stretching moment that it's going to be uncomfortable, but it's okay, God is with us. He's the one that's going to bring us to that place because God's going to do something in us before he's ever going to do something through us. He's going to work on the inside so that the outer things can be taken care of. Before God brings my marriage to 30 years, he's going to bring it to 15 years. Before I get to 15 years in my marriage, i got to survive year one. And I don't get to year two unless I kind of rethink some things okay honey we're at a different place in our life our children are grown up we're kind of empty nesters or whatever it is you're empty nesters but the birds still live in your house so it's, it's a little different so you're trying to figure that out and it's it's a difficult season because it's not like how it was two years ago five years ago and we think that once we got things settled everything's just going to be automatic well it doesn't happen that way because life hits so how can we when when we fall or when there's a difficult point in life, how do we rise back up again? We don't, we don't achieve uh, owning a multi-million-dollar business if we cannot handle a multi-thousand-dollar business. Principles are, are there, but techniques may change. Uh, technology might change, and you might have to learn new things. So it's outside of your comfort zone. Remember when email came out for some of us? We're like, I don't even know... I, I don't even know where I went. I can't even check my email. Some of you are learning new things right now, technologically. It's blowing your mind. It's like leaps and bounds. You go from a flip phone to a touch phone, it's like, ah, I can't, I don't even, hello, hello. You didn't, I don't even know how to answer my phone. Leaps and bounds, but it's outside of your comfort zone and you're learning. And it does take time to do that. So we're gonna look at a couple of things that will help us in rising again. I had this... Uh, Being in the the place that I'm in uh, with Foursquare, our denomination, I see a lot of pastors who, or or potential pastors, and they'll say, you know, God's calling me to be a pastor. And I'll say, okay, absolutely, let's go through the process. Some of them, because we have to have recommendation letters, they turn that in, and sometimes there are certain things that they got to work on. And when they're addressed, or when they're confronted with it, Majority of them will say, okay, absolutely, I can work on that. No worries, I'll get better at that. Some of them, they're like, oh, I guess nobody believes in me. And then they're done. I'm like, we didn't even start the war yet. And you're, you're calling it quits. Sometimes even in marriage, it's like that. Our families. It's like, we didn't even, have the, we didn't even start the war yet. Our 12-year-old is giving us, like, Problems they didn't even hit 13 yet it's like a 12 year old is like you're grounded for life like whatever i can stay in my room all day on a care good stay in your room all day and then honey what we're we gonna do what we're we gonna do you can stay in your room all day you gotta eat no starve starve like it's 12 years old and that those teenage years very uncomfortable like how do we deal with this so the first thing we learn is we're going to be in uncomfortable seasons. Very uncomfortable. It's unknown. We don't know what to do. We, we don't know how to do this. Even as parents, we get a newborn. It's like, yay, now what? I don't know. Feed them. Change them. Like, there's things that we got to do. Some of us get books. We watch videos on how to do certain things. They're like, okay, this is how, okay, we can do this. And then the baby does something you would never expect, and you're like, okay, we just got to figure this out. There's no real book on how to raise children. There's certain principles that you can go by, but every child has their own personality, has their own challenges. So we're going to find ourselves in uncomfortable situations. Look at God himself. He's the perfect father in heaven. Look at all his kids. We're all different. We all do different things. Some of us are just like, ah, whatever. Some of us are like, no, it needs to be like this. And we're all different. So we're all gonna be stretched outside of our comfort zones in all different situations, whether it's our relationships, uh, our families, even saving money can be a difficult thing because someone in the house is a spender, someone is a saver. And so they try to hide. It's like, hey, we're we missing hundred dollars. <laughs> From when? No, I'm serious. In the account, look like oh, man, it's probably on glitch. You know, nowadays you get hackers, eh? Probably a glitch, honey. No worry, no worry, no worry. But you're trying to save for something, and, and maybe that uncomfortable season is where you are, and it's going to be like that. Maybe you have to make some sacrifices. And maybe being in this uncomfortable season is where God is going to teach us things that we never would learn if we stayed in our comfort zone. Because in this comfort zone, wherever we may be, our potential lay outside of it. That's where it is. It's always outside of our comfort zone. God might even allow a pandemic to hit for us to be stretched. Remember, overnight we had to, like teachers, overnight you had to become technicians, you had to learn computer science you have to learn this thing called zoom and all the children you can hear them you just can't see them it's like um I hear you guys hi missus I see you but you cannot see me not, I cannot see you no honey the way you stay and all the children see is on finger trying to touch the screen and no no you and uh, teacher miss you gotta press the, uh, the camera to go on I don't know where that is where's the camera I don't know So that season, so uncomfortable. Very difficult. And then even with the children and the families, so my my grandson Oakley, oh man, this one was bad. So uh, we were watching my brother-in-law's dog was at our house, so we brought a kennel over. Oakley likes going in the kennel. So he's sitting in the kennel, and we can hear him in class. So he's sitting outside, and I hear the teacher, hi, Oakley, good morning. Oh, where are you Oh, i'm at my papa and gigi's house oh okay well, what's that in the background oh it's a cage <laughs> it's like what are you what are you doing in the cage oh sometimes i go in the cage <laughs> like <laughs> he pulls up a nerf gun he's playing with a nerf gun i'm like who's this kid and so I hear the teacher, oh, so you're in a cage. Is that often? <laughs> like, I don't know. So I, I just uh, yanked the wires, the Wi-Fi, just uh, unhook, just, just shut this down. But that, so it was uncomfortable for us too. I didn't even have to explain that to the teacher, but thank God she knew me. I just got an email, just questioning, just asking questions because they got to go through the, the thing, right? I was like, man, this is very uncomfortable. And or or I've had situations where Like parents are full snapping at their children, talking bad about the teacher. And then the teacher is like, um, you want, can you mute your mic, please? (laughs) The mom is like, I was talking about the other teacher. Yes, not you. So very uncomfortable season, but we've learned some things. Even for us as a church, we've learned some things coming through this pandemic. We learned a lot about each other, volunteers, our staff, and like we just had to figure things out. But the good news is throughout everything that we learn, when we say to God, what are you teaching me? And what can I learn? Then he gives us some learning points versus quitting points. It's going to be uncomfortable. But then it takes us to another stage, and that's going to be kind of like the the technical stage where we just almost like we go through the motions, whether it's, okay, honey, we have to do a calendar system again. Because our schedules are all over the place. So when it's technical, you do what you know you need to do. And when it's technical, we're able to fine-tune some things, even though your emotions might not be involved in it. Like maybe our relationship and our marriage is not going well. Honey, we got to do date nights again. We got to stay on track with this. Let's go date night again. We got to keep this going. Let's do our date nights every week. Friday night, let's go. And then you, you stay technical, but after a while, then it becomes part of your routine again, and, and it becomes part of your, your, your rhythm in your relationship. And then you rise again. You put something that was technical. Maybe it's giving out responsibilities or developing some kind of system so that it's technical once again, and it, it may even feel like you're not moving forward, but it's, it's there. Honey, we're going to do things legal now. We're going to do things right. We're going to put our books together. We're going to do it like this. And so it's very technical. But it's necessary in order for us to get to the next place God wants us to be. And it's it's going to be uncomfortable, but sometimes it'll be technical, and we just go through the motions of it to get to a, a place where we're learning and growing in it. In 1 Chronicles chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, uh, King David, he wasn't... Uh, he wasn't the king in the beginning. There was a king of Israel. His name was Saul. and then after Saul, they were looking for another king. And so David was the one who was chosen. Well, David becomes king, but David was also a man who was like he was like a warrior. He's very good at, at battle. So it tells us that these are the men who came to David at Ziklag. And the men that came to David, they were very skilled. But David also had uh, the 30 mighty men. But while he was still restricted because of Saul, the son of Kish, Saul was still king, because he was restricted and they were among the mighty men who helped him at war. These are the men that came to him. They were equipped with bows using both the right hand and the left to sling stones and shoot arrows with the bow. They were Saul's kinsmen from Benjamin. So these guys are very technical, but they could swing the sword. They could shoot the bow with the right and left hand. They could also sling the stone, right hand and left hand. So if you're already good with one hand in in battle, if you're skilled with both hands, that means you are very hard to defeat. But you have to start with being uncomfortable in order to gain that skill if your dominant hand is right or left Some are ambidextrous, But that's just the way they are But not everybody's like that you, It's like you have to learn to be that And just like us, God does that with us He stretches us so that we can be both right hand And left handed That we can manage well our marriages As well as our family and our business like God is saying, you, you gotta be both You cannot stay one dimensional You're gonna have to stretch yourself So that you reach your full potential In who I'm creating you to be and it takes a lot of discipline to get there. And with, with, with David and his mighty men and these guys, right hand and left hand. Very technical. And you become hard to defeat. When you're like that, it's like you're, nothing phases you. You're able to withstand the most difficult seasons of your life as well as your, your family's life, and you're able to do the battles ahead because you can do both right and left hand. You're not defeated so quickly. Some people, one offense, they're done. One argument, I'm out. One person says something negative, I'm out of here. It's you're defeatable. But God is looking for men and women who are gonna rise again and say, Nope, right hand, left hand, we're gonna figure this out. I'm gonna learn from you, God. Teach me, what are you saying? And then it becomes, it's the third thing, it becomes a lifestyle. It becomes more natural, supernatural, things flow better. We're still learning, but there are certain things that are no longer uncomfortable, which brings us to another place where we're still going to find things that are uncomfortable that God is teaching us. And then it happens. God stretches us again, and you feel like you failed, but it's, it's only there so that we can rise again and kind of like, like, like when, in, when a, when a bodybuilder or, or someone is working on their strength, and they lift weights. They push themselves to a place where their muscles tear so that when it repairs, now they're stronger than when they were before they lifted those weights. And, and so that's what God does. He says, well, there may be some things in your life that are going to come. It's going to tear some of your spirit, but you rebuild and you keep going. I'll surround you with different nutrients and proteins and uh, spiritual things that will help you in your life. I went to Jamba Juice one day, and I ordered this. I think it's called a Nutter Butter. It's a, it's a modified drink, that, and I love a lot of peanut butter in it. But once in a while, I'll put the protein in it. And I said to them, I said, oh, can I have the, the protein added? And they said, oh, which one? I said, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What are the proteins? They said, we have the regular one and then the whey protein. I said, I don't know. What's the difference? And they said, well, do you work out? I guess not. <laughs> I guess I don't. <laughs> if don't. If you don't see me as, you know, walking in. But basically what they are saying is these, are the, these proteins are better for those of you who are working out. Why? Because it's going to rebuild your muscle. And what God does is he takes us to a place where we're stretched, even feel some tear. We're going to feel some painful moments and some hurt. But we say, wait a minute, I can rise again. God, surround me with your spirit. Give me wisdom, encouragement, prayer, whatever it is. By the way, we have a prayer room if any of us need prayer. It's right in the back. And sometimes we think, oh, I don't like a prayer. That means something's wrong. No, it could be that you're doing something right. And you're just saying, God, I'm, I, want, I want to learn, so teach me. So God will surround us with those things. Now it becomes a lifestyle, and it becomes more natural. 1 Chronicles chapter 12, verse 8, it continues, From the Gadites, valiant, mighty men went over to David at the stronghold in the wilderness, men trained for war, who could handle a large shield and spear, whose faces were like, watch this, faces were like lions. How's that? Not baboons. Faces that were like lions, and they were as swift as the gazelles on the mountains. Imagine that, being as swift as a gazelle, not a sloth. See how uncomfortable that is? Some of you didn't even know what I just did. Some of you are online. I was like, hey, glitching, glitching. So the gazelle can leap 30 feet easily as it runs and can jump up to some, I mean, heights over 8 feet tall. But it will never jump over a wall that it can jump over if it cannot see the other side of it. You can put a four-foot wall in front of a three-foot gazelle that can easily jump 15 feet, but it'll never jump over the wall because it cannot see what's on the other side. You and I have the potential to do this outside of our comfort zone. But we have a wall in front of us that says you can't see, so you're never going to try. That's why we walk by faith, not by sight. And God stretches us. 2 Samuel 23, 9 and 10. After him was Eleazar. Eleazar, he rose up and struck the Philistines, who were the enemies of God's people, the Israelites, until his hand was weary and it clung to the sword, and the Lord brought about a great victory that day. Imagine being in battle that long, your hand clings to the sword you can't even let it go it's like a, you know when our children play with a toy and you got to take it away and they don't want to let it go they cling to it you got to pry their fingers off that's that's the kind of people we want to be God help me I want to win some battles in my life Lord or you're going to have to cling tight hang on tight to me I will hang on tight to you Lord Where somebody's going to have to pry my fingers off of my relationship with you I'm going to hang on tight and a great victory will come. Why? Because we hung on to the Lord. We did battles with the Lord by our side and us by his and we were able to stay connected to him. The battles are not easy but the victory belongs to him. We just cling on to who he is. And when we go through those seasons, you, you're so intent because God is equipping us that we pass the point of quitting. And now we're at the point of endurance. Endurance. Remember when you first, if you played sports, remember the first day? It was, I mean, some of us were like, I can get in shape. We run 10 miles the first day. Lift weights for, you know, four hours. Next day, cannot even use the bathroom. We go all out trying to think that everything's going to happen in one day and God is saying, it's going to take time. It'll take time. You build towards that. The battles are going to lay ahead. But I'm going to equip you going to build that in your life and we're so intent that we passed that quitting point and we said that first two weeks was was horrendous it was hard on my body my muscles i couldn't move but no I, i i can do this and so now god is working at this at this next stage of our life and now we're able to endure and persevere And we develop this thing called endurance. That's why James 1, 2 through 4 tells us to consider it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you encounter various trials. Wait, wait, what? Yep, consider it all joy when you encounter various trials. Why? Because knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Nothing. It's in that process where our brain begins to learn something new and new neural pathways are formed. That's why there's frustration. When you're trying to learn something new, there's frustration because you have this new neural pathways that are being developed versus the old superhighway of doing things and you can't shift and your brain is trying to figure it out. And so there's frustration. There's frustration in the marriage, in the relationship. You don't see each other as often. Your schedules are different. Your children are going through changes. Your parents are going through changes. Your, your, your whole life is going, are going through changes. And you're trying to figure things out, and it's very, it's uncomfortable. And you're trying to figure out, what do I need to do? Maybe it's not something you have to do. It could possibly be that God is saying, it's not about what you're doing, it's about who you're becoming. Because God is much more concerned about who we're becoming than what we've done or where we're going he sees our potential and he might stretch us for a little while we're all going to have the desire to obtain certain things or become but we're going to need the discipline to carry us there otherwise we stay in desire form in big dreams form and we never excel we don't go anywhere because we don't have the discipline to get us there can we, can we give all we can for the cause of Christ? Can we discipline ourselves for the cause of Christ in whatever he sees in you and I? Apparently, him dying for us meant he saw something in us, meant that he saw value in us. That's why the Bible tells us in 1 Timothy 4, 7, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. Many people want the victory without the cost of getting there. They see the final result, not seeing what that person had to go through to get there. It takes a lot of this. And that's not easy. But if we do this together, and we connect with God, and if God gave us his one and only son who died on the cross and then rose from the grave in victory... Tell me he cannot do that in us, that we too can rise again. You know what the cost was for Christ? It was the cross. But his potential lay outside of that. That's why there's a resurrection. He did everything that was uncomfortable. And it became a lifestyle for him for all of eternity. He overcame the grave, death, and sin. And now he is seated at the right hand of the Father. He did that because he saw something in you and I. The greatest benefit that you and I can have from rising again is being with Jesus for all of eternity. And he made that happen. I'm going to pray for us, and you can bow your heads for a moment. Maybe God is teaching us something like, what what is he saying to you? Maybe you're in an uncomfortable season right now. You're trying to figure things out. Maybe, Maybe God is showing you that your potential lay right outside of that comfort zone. And he's been stretching you, and you've been learning some things. He's been speaking to you. And maybe we've been focusing on what we need to do versus who we're becoming. Maybe God is showing you who you're becoming. So Lord God, today as we learn from you and even ask you, Lord, what are you teaching me? What can I learn from you? That we might even write it down, Lord, and ponder on it with you and, and kind of process it with you. But I pray for all of us, Lord, that as we rise again, even though we may fall seven times We rise again because we're pursuing your righteousness. We're pursuing your very best for us. And you're always good at covering us with your grace and your strength so that we can rise again and again. We pray this in Jesus' name. And we all said together, amen. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful afternoon and week. We will see you soon.